when you're an entrepreneur, you work every day. You know, I'm really happy to be recording videos and doing food videos and talks and everything, you know, seven days a week. I, because I love it. It's not work. It's, it's just something that you're giving and delivering and it's part of what you do. So I think it's important to love what you do. Your inner voice has been drowned out by the noise around you, but you've always had a deep desire to make a difference. And now you're ready to step into your greatness and develop the identity you need to build towards your ultimate goal. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Making the world a better place by unleashing human potential will help you create your own reality by increasing your self-awareness, cultivating an unstoppable mindset, and finally finding the passion, purpose, and true self so that you can live the life you are always destined to live. Now, welcome your host, a lifelong learner and growth mindset savant, a former architect turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Tibor Notch. What is up, Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. I'm immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today, the Mindset Horizon podcast. And if you feel like you're getting value out of these conversations, I would highly encourage you to join the Mindset Nation Facebook group, a global community of Mindset Horizon, where I'm there every single day to support you, to answer your questions, either if it's connected to the podcast episode topics, or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business, I am there to support you for free every single day. On top of all that, I go live every Thursday for at least 30 minutes so that we can get to know each other even more. I can answer your questions or teach you more about mindset, entrepreneurship, content marketing, branding, or podcasting. You can join the Mindset Nation community at mindsethorizon.com forward slash Mindset Nation. Once again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation, or simply go to our website, mindsethorizon.com. And in the main menu on the top of the site, you will find a button that says mindset nation. And there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group. And now let me introduce today's guest. So today I'm joined by Denise Kelly, who's a nutritionist based in the UK she has worked in the health and well-being field for over 15 years and seen and helped thousands of clients from all over the globe. She's a health and wellness motivational speaker, an author, columnist, and one-to-one consultant. Her love and passion for her industry shines through when you see her and hear her speak. Always the entrepreneur, her new business, Thrive, has just launched in the U.S., teaching others to lead and learn to help others overcome health challenges. There is room in this world for us all, and it's a better place if people understand more about prevention to health, says Denise. Her company motto is because life is for thriving, and she certainly stands by this. At the beginning of today's episode, we talk about Denise's incredible entrepreneurial journey and how she turned her passion for health into a profitable and thriving business. In the middle of the episode, she talks about the importance of having a vision, focusing on the one thing, and the importance of building relationships and putting yourself out there as an entrepreneur. Closer to the end of the episode, she talks about her most recent business, Thrive, where she supports other passionate entrepreneurs to build their business in the health and wellness industry. In the end, Denise recommends incredible books to the listeners. If you want to find out more about today's guest and check out the free resources, book recommendations, and detailed show notes, simply head over to our website, 
mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. You can also use the search bar on our website where you can simply type in Denise Kelly to find the episode's show notes page. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's guest. Hi, Denise, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Hi, good morning. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing great. I'm super excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to talk about different topics connected to nutrition and learning more about your entrepreneurial journey. And so I wanted to start this conversation with your journey. So I would love for you to share your personal story and entrepreneurial journey with Mindset Nation. So how did you get where you are today, basically? Oh, gosh, it's a really good question because you know what, um, Tibor, I never really set out. I didn't know I was entrepreneurial, to be honest. I just think I have this kind of mindset that maybe is very common with entrepreneurs and that we don't fit into like a normal category. I, I could never really work nine to five. And so I was always kind of looking at things outside of the box. And that's, that was just like a natural part of how my brain works with everything regards my children, regards just general lifestyle. And it was even, it was always like that, even in my childhood. So, mm. um, but I kind of, I don't know, I hit on nutrition um, kind of by accident. I mean, I grew up with amazing parents in the seventies who were very into their organic gardening. And so they grew a lot of our own vegetables and fruits and things like that. But I didn't, realize how special that was at the time mm. you know it was just yeah. normal really to my family my sister and I and then um you know had great health my whole you know sort of teenage years and childhood and everything and then when I um fell pregnant with my daughter as soon as um she was born I started to develop so I was in my mid-20s and I started to develop um really chronic digestive issues and mm. I, it just it just didn't seem to resonate with me because every consultant and doctor I went to, and I always say this, you know, that I have um, family members who are doctors and consultants and I really have massive mm -hmm. respect for them. And I'm never saying any of this because it's a negative, but for me personally, I went to probably, I don't know, between six and eight different consultants and doctors and nobody mm -hmm. could find out what was wrong with me. And I literally couldn't digest anything. I couldn't eat properly. I was losing loads of weight and I looked horrendous. Um, you know, I've always been quite a curvy size average UK 10. And, you know, so I just lost so much weight. So of course, you know, then people start saying, are you ill? What's wrong with you? And unless mm -hmm. you have a diagnosis, you, you don't know what to say to people. Oh, I just can't digest anything. I feel really ill. I've got so much pain in my stomach and you know, so it, it kind of went from there, really. Um, and then this continued without answers. And then I um, had my son, so I had my second child. Um, and this whole digestive issue was going on throughout that time. And then when you have two small children, you're, you can't afford to be exhausted. Mm. <laughs> Anybody that has kids will know that. And so I was desperately looking for answers and I ended up going to visit um, through recommendation of a friend when I had lost probably two and a half stone and was just about, you know, on the floor. Uh, a friend of mine said, you need to go and visit this Ay Ayurvedic practitioner and, um, you know, see if she can help you. And I went to see this amazing lady 
And you know, everybody says it's kind of very corny, but you have this light bulb moment in your life where you suddenly realize that everything is not quite how you thought. And she said to me, Denise, if you follow this diet, you will never, ever feel like this again. Mm -hmm. And part of me didn't actually believe her because I'd been feeling unwell for so long. It was probably the best part of three and a half years at this point. And I did. And I, I hung on to her every word. And I went home and I bought everything she asked me to buy. And I, you know, really kind of stuck to the regime that she told me to. And within as little as three weeks, I began wow. to feel better. And I, I'm not saying it happened completely overnight. You know, it took a few months longer than that. But I started mm-hmm. to regain my energy and I started to regain my sort of belief in the fact that I don't have to live with this forever. And, you know, it just really turned things around for me. And I think it was at that point that I suddenly started looking into all sorts of other things regarding nutrition and how you can feed yourself. And I know that might sound simple. So people who have been into nutrition forever mm-hmm. may find that a really simple sentence. But I didn't really realize the exact correlation between what you eat and how you feel. Wow. You know, and that's really where it all began. And it was, it was, it was you know, it sounds so simple, but it just hooked me in. And I think, you know, if you like to look at it like this, then I thought, right, this is my life's purpose. At first, it was really about learning. So I, I then went and studied nutrition um, for three years. Mm-hmm. And I, but I really did it for the purpose of my children and my family and my immediate friends because I thought, you know what, if I can learn, if I have learned how to correct this issue, which has been so bad for three and a half years, then surely other health issues can be resolved very easily. And I started to, after I did my training, I started to work with my family and friends and you know everybody around me. And I realized how simple it was. Yeah. And Although the body is hugely complicated, it for me, it just became very, very simple. And so I wanted to simplify it for people. And mm. that's really how I sort of started working. But then, so I was married at this point. I got married sort of in my mid-20s. And, um, you know, I was lucky enough to have a really nice lifestyle. I didn't really necessarily need to work, but... When my husband and I actually, we, we got divorced, which was horrendous um, in 2012. And it was then really that I thought I need to turn this sort of, it wasn't just a hobby, but I need to turn it into a serious business. Because wow. I knew I didn't want to go and work for anybody else. <laughs> I'm unemployable. <laughs> <laughs> I love to do what I want to do when I want to do it because you know, that was my thought process. Um, I want to be able to still go running. I want to still be able to pick up my kids from school every day. I want to have this amazing lifestyle that I had when I was married, but I really Mm. don't want to be tied to anything or anyone. And that was, it was probably really selfish reason (laughs) (laughs) that it started to become super successful. But actually the crux of it really was that I genuinely 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 loved what I was doing from my heart and it was it was just a matter of finding a way to make money from it serious money from it but wow. at the same time never losing that um that love and that drive and that passion to actually help people and that was always been the core of what I do 
Wow, that's amazing. And first and foremost, thank you so much for, for sharing this with us. Uh, I really appreciate it. And you mentioned a couple of really interesting things, for example, energy and what you eat and how you feel there is a correlation. And I definitely want to go um, dive deeper into those topics as well. But first, I'm thinking about aspiring entrepreneurs who want to turn their passion into a profitable business. And you actually help people with this as well uh, at Thrive, if I'm not mistaken. But I want to ask you about how did you actually turn your passion into a business? Like maybe from a personal development perspective as well, like how did you, how did you start uh, building this business? Well, I have um, a, a really good friend who is very, she's a very successful business lady and mm -hmm. she is one of my best friends from when I was, you know, tiny from nursery school. And so we've been friends for years and years. And I remember calling her and saying to her, help, <laughs> I need to make money and I need to do it and I want to do it like this. And she said to me, okay, what is your vision? You've mm -hmm. got to have a vision. Um, she didn't, we never did a business plan or anything really official. Um, and I know that that's how a lot of people work, but I just didn't. And she kind of knew this and this is the way she worked too. So she just said to me, what is your vision? What do you actually want to achieve? Mm. So we talked through my vision and my vision was very much about, I wanted to somehow reach out, not just to one-on-ones, but I wanted to reach out to lots of people. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to find a way of talking to, you know, hundreds of people at one time. And I wanted to kind of get my message out there because I was so passionate and so determined like this is what I did and this is what I want everybody to do and you kind of, <laughs> yeah. crazy, um, kind of everybody to know and so she said to me okay you got to work out a way to get out there so locally to you start with local and work your way out so what is local to you do you have a local magazine do you have a local newspaper do you have you know what do you have And so I contacted my local newspaper, which goes out to 70,000 people locally to where I live in Sussex. And I just said to them, do you have a nutritionist? Do you, do you want a columnist? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. This guy who picked up the phone was actually the owner of the newspaper. And he said, oh, my gosh, has somebody told you that the guy who writes our health column has literally just left last week? And we mm -hmm. were looking for a columnist, a health columnist. <laughs> Wow. And I said, oh, wow. So um, I got the job and I started writing for the paper. And that one thing um, really started to turn everything around because the reach that it kind of went to then, so I was able to talk about nutrition, but at the end of the column, I was able to put my details and call me if you'd like to see me for a consultation or mm -hmm. like to deliver a talk for your, you know, corporate company or whatever that may be. And slowly that started to grow. Mm -hmm. So this, you know, this kind of relatively local paper just really started to shift everything for me. Mm. And I started to realize as well that if you have this vision and if you really have a clear goal about what you want to do, then you don't even really need to know how you're going to get there as long as you know the end result. And that worked for me on so many levels because when I started writing for the, um, this column, about a year later, um, I decided to do a talk, in my, again, in my local area. 
in Chichester in West Sussex. And this talk, this was kind of the first bigger talk I had done. So I was doing lots of talks with smaller companies and charities, you know, maybe 20 people at a time. And so I thought, right, I'm going to organize something a bit more general. And I'm going to mm-hmm. just do a health talk locally. Um, and this was about 100 people. and It was in a local hotel. So I was talking about this in my column. And I was saying, you know, for about a month, I was kind of promoting it and just saying, no, please come along. And it was ticket only. So we managed to sell, I think, uh, 95 tickets at this point. So I had a few spare. And um, there was a guy called Steve Neal, who was a very, who is a very successful businessman who who teaches um, about emotional intelligence all over the world. And he happened to be passing through Chichester and he opened the newspaper and he read my column and saw that I was doing a talk that night. And he was meant to be traveling um, back to his home in Cornwall. He'd been in America and he was traveling back to his home in Cornwall that night. And he decided to hang around and phone me and said, you know, have you got any tickets? Can I come to your talk? And I said, yeah, I, hadn't, I had no idea about him. I just thought he was a local guy. And he... Yeah came to my presentation and I was really really nervous that night because there's a lot of my friends there and everyone and so it's, it's almost worse when you're giving a talk when you've got all your <laughs> family there but I yeah. was almost trialing it for myself thinking I have no idea where this is going to go but let's just see what happens so he turned up for the first half and he sat right in front of me in mm-hmm. the audience and I was very aware of him because he looked he was very smartly dressed and I don't know, he sort of had a presence about him and he, in halfway through, we had a break and he just came up to me and he handed me his business card and said, my name's Steve Neal, I'd like you to work with me. I'm going to Lithuania in two weeks. I'm doing a huge presentation to, it was about a thousand corporate um, people. Wow. And I'd like you to come and do a health presentation. Um, let me know tomorrow. <laughs> 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 I so two weeks later I was on a plane going out to Lithuania and we and you know really it was again it was another thing that just completely changed my business and it was all for me it was purely about having the faith and having the vision and from that small initial you know you got to get yourself known locally it just grew and grew and grew and that's kind of how the business became international really was that even your question (laughs) Wow. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's just so exciting to listen to the story because actually the way we connected was through Steve, right? Yes. Yes, it yeah, was. And, and and he was on the show as well. So I met him actually at Mine Valley University uh, last, uh, two, was it last year? I think it was last year. So I met him and we got in touch and um, I think I invited him on the show. Uh, or, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he did say he is a great, great guy. And I think that, you know, um, Tabor, I've met hundreds of amazing people and, you know, he's definitely got that energy. And I do think, you know, this is whatever you put out there, you know, Mm. Steve's a very giving person and, and he gives a lot. And so he's, he, he gets a lot back. And, you know, I sort of learned that very early on that, you know, you give free talks, you give free things of yourself and you, and it's not, you're not giving to receive anything, but if you put out there because you're being genuine and you really want to help people, that brings so much back to you. And Mm. it isn't just about the money. And for me, 
you know, it was important when I got divorced and found myself in a really different financial situation. Mm. Um, but it wasn't just about the money. And for me, you know, with other entrepreneurs, I don't know, it, it depends what drives you, I guess. But yeah. money alone would definitely not make me happy. But it's it's just finding something that you absolutely love or something that you truly believe in that you can manifest into something you're going to enjoy doing every day. Because when you're an entrepreneur, you work every day. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like work. You know, I'm really happy to be recording videos and doing um, you know, food videos and talks and everything, you know, seven days a week. I, because I love it. So it's, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's, it's not work. It's, it's just something that you're giving and delivering and it's part of what you do. So I think it's important to love what you do. You wow. Know, wow. Grow. Yeah, that's, that's very, very important. And you mentioned a couple of really uh, important things, for example, have a vision uh, faith and passion and, and do what you love. So uh, I'm thinking about people who are who might be already entrepreneurs and they might be struggling with, you know, I don't know, lack of motivation and, and things like that. So, you know, you have been in this field for how, how many, 15 years? Yes, yeah. Yeah, and, and obviously you had some ups and downs and how did you keep going? So what kept you motivated, so to speak? So what advice would you give to those who might be struggling with motivation or lack of passion or something like that, but they are already some kind of an aspiring entrepreneurs. I mean, I was given this advice again by my amazing friend. Um, and she said to me, whatever it is, you've got to stay focused on that one thing. Because the one thing about many entrepreneurs and myself included, actually, is that we are so full of creativity and ideas that I have different ideas 10 times a day. Oh my gosh, I can do this. I can wow. do this. I can just, and I still am like that. But it's the same, same for me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's only so much time in one day, isn't there? You know, where you can only yeah. do so much. So, what I learned, because in the beginning, I was so wanting to do everything. And I have done, I've had businesses that haven't worked. Um, for example, in the early days, I set up a business called Fit Kids. My kids were young and I wanted to set up a, a business where the adults and the children could work out together. So we mm -hmm. had like 60 families on the first night where the adults were taken off one way and the kids were taken off another. So the adults could still get their workout and the kids could have fun, but we could all be on the same field together and it was amazing. And then afterwards, we'd have an hour um, talk about nutrition and health and they'd try lots of different recipes and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. but it didn't it didn't work financially and i remember feeling at the time really devastated when i thought you know i i can't do this because it's it's i can't just do it for fun anymore because i'm i need to earn money to pay my mortgage and my bills and everything else and it, and it broke my heart because i knew it was doing a lot of good mm -hmm. um, and we were also going into schools and things and the schools didn't have the funding so you do get knockbacks but no matter what happens, and even when that happened, I thought, right, okay, I'm going to go back to that because I loved it so much, but I'm going to do it as a charity when I have enough money that I can look after my own family. And then when I'm up and running and everything is successful, then I'm going to set that up again because it worked and people loved it, but I'm going to set it up as a charity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you will definitely, everybody, every entrepreneur will have an idea that maybe doesn't work or that is more successful than another, but it's persevering with the core 
value of what you're trying to do. And if you mm-hmm. never lose sight of that, then you will succeed. And, you know, motivation is is really interesting because I used to think that motivation was about being really rah, 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 and I'm going to yeah. do this and I'm going to do that. And actually <laughs> what I have <laughs> learned is it's the complete opposite. Um, so what I have done definitely over the last three years is I am far more into meditation and resting in the meditation sense so that I'm really centered and focused on what it is I want to achieve at Mm. the moment. And that works for me because it's a calmer way of maneuvering your life. And it also allows you to remove yourself from what you're doing so that you're Mm. not so invested in it that you can't, see the wood for the trees um and you know it just for me that has really centered everything and since introducing meditation into my life on a regular basis i would say things are becoming even better on a success level and door wow. opening on levels that i never imagined would be possible so i yeah it is a yeah. learning curve <laughs> it's a learning yeah yeah, absolutely. But I love uh, what you what you've said, for example, the one thing and the focus, because, for example, for me, it was the podcast. Um, so I was like, you know, this is something I really want to focus on. And um, I decided to to go with it as 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 a form of medium as as a one thing, because, you know, I was thinking about creating different types of content, for example, you know, written content, video content. Yeah. Uh, but whatever it is for you, so it was very much resonating with my values, I would say. And you, you've mentioned the core values because I wanted to get in touch with people. I wanted to empower others uh, with important messages, for example, and stories like yours. I, I think it's just so important. And uh, but now you're doing this, Tibor. Do you do you feel really satisfied? You know, is it is it sort of does it fill your soul? Yeah, absolutely. So when I'm in these conversations, I I definitely feel that first of all, I get into this flow state uh, where I'm just enjoying the conversation and I'm thinking about these people who will benefit from this conversation. And this is this is what resonates the most, I guess. So I wanted to create content that is helpful for people, right? And I'm always thinking about people, as I mentioned. Um, who are aspiring entrepreneurs, they want to make a difference. So they they have this deep desire, as I also had about, you know, three years ago. But they, so I want to help them with personal development aspects, such as, you know, they want to overcome, let's say, insecurities. They want to overcome limiting beliefs or fears because they have this desire, but they might be struggling with these things, right? Which, which I understand. And it comes off very quickly on a daily basis or, 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 you know, when you step out of your comfort zone, so to speak. So for example, for me, the podcast was just the same. I postponed starting my podcast and, and I actually help people set up their podcasts now. And we talk, yeah. And, and we talk a lot about fears because, uh, many people have different fears, but you know, it's not really connected to podcasting. It's a general fear. For example, you know, who am I to start this? Who am I to start a business? Who am I to start a podcast? Who am I to share a message? Or who am I to tell my story or whatever it is? 
Yeah. It's different, but people have these kind of like fears or insecurities. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just want to help them with with their mindset, basically, so that they can, you know, step into their greatness and start what they what they really want to do. And your example is just perfect, right? So you had a passion and you turned this into a profitable business, which is amazing. You know what as well, exactly with what you're saying, I think it's really easy to look at. So for example, you know, everybody's quite active on social media. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to be looking at everybody else and thinking that everybody else has got it so good and that everybody else is perfect. And, you know, I think that is definitely, um, you know, the kind of world that we live in. And I just think it's really important for people to remember that every person and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think that almost everybody has some kind of insecurity or something that they are unconfident about or something that they need to work on. Nobody is perfect. And mm. if we were perfect, we wouldn't continue to grow. And I think that that is the most important thing to remember because, you know, I just think that it's it's about, you know, the more you step out of your comfort zone, the mm. more you grow. So if you can push yourself outside of that just a little bit more a little bit more a bit like you setting up your podcast you know at some point you're gonna have to do your first one <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true and I bet yeah. once you did the first one you felt amazing yes you did it and yeah. then, then you can continue yeah absolutely um uh I I I um, got in touch with John Lee Dumas so because of the podcasting and he started uh about eight years ago, and he released daily content. So he had a daily show, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And um, he said that he was insecure during the interviews in the first 300 episodes. And that's just huge. Like you have to conduct, I think, a lot of interviews until you feel kind of like confident. Anyway, confidence is another big topic that I really like. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but um, it's huge because what is confidence? You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but those are the topics I really like to talk about because I think people struggle with with such things, and and sometimes it's really a belief about who they are, and and um, actually, what really helped me about uh, my identity, for example, is Dr. Wayne Dyer said that you know. Who you are is not what you have, not what you do, not what you accomplish or not what other people think about you. So, you know, you kind of like detach yourself from these uh, perceptions of others and things like that. And you can tap into your potential, which is which really helped me with that. And you mentioned these things that, you know, we compare ourselves to others, for example, on social media. And Rich Litvin, he's a coach from from Evercoach, and he talked about this, that we so we compare how we feel um, ourselves in, on the inside to how other people look on the outside, for example, on social media, right? Yeah. And you feel really insecure because, you know, you see somebody succeeding, you know, something like that. But it's a really, really great point, actually, he, he talked about. And I, I think that um, sort of on that point, it's really... I, when I first started writing my books, I was asked to write the book um, by Wiley's publishers. And mm-hmm. I was so excited and I took three months off to actually write it because I wanted to write it really quickly, get it done, and then, you know, to carry on with my business. And I know I know when I throw myself into something, I like to do it fully. 
So halfway through writing the book, I suddenly had this weird moment that, you know, mm. why, why is anyone going to buy my book? What, you know, there's hundreds of yeah. people out there. Why are they going to listen to me? What makes my book so special? And I had this huge kind of overwhelming self-doubt momentarily mm-hmm. for it lasted about a week and I was in the car and I was listening to something on I think it was radio too mm-hmm. somebody said and this is what I mean about the signs of the universe and you just got to be aware and you got to listen because I just put the radio on I got into my car and I was going I don't know where I was going but I but it was only literally for about a 20 minute journey so the time limit the radio was on was very small during that journey somebody said on the radio what is up mindset nation i hope you guys are enjoying today's episode and we're gonna get back to this conversation very soon after thanking to our sponsors i'm immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today the mindset horizon podcast and if you feel like you're getting value out of these conversations and want to learn more about mindset entrepreneurship or podcasting or simply you want to hang out with other like-minded listeners i would highly encourage you to join the mindset nation facebook group a global community of mindset horizon where i'm there every single day to answer your questions either if it's connected to the podcast episode topics or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business I am there to support you for free every single day. On top of all that, I go live every Thursday for at least 30 minutes so that we can get to know each other even more. I can answer your questions or teach you more about mindset, entrepreneurship, content marketing, branding, or podcasting. You can join the Mindset Nation community at mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation. Once again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation. Or simply go to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, and in the main menu on the top of the site, you will find a button that says Mindset Nation, and there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group, and until then, be limitless, my friend. As a mission and impact-driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary, and changemaker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility, and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you've answered this question with hell yeah, now this is your chance. According to Edison Research in the US, podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, build credibility and scale your impact and business, I have good news for you. I provide one-on-one mentoring and group coaching programs where I teach how to start your own epic podcast from scratch, build credibility and scale your online presence and business. You can read more about these services at mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast mentoring. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast mentoring. On top of all that, I provide a 30-minute free discovery call where we can see if podcasting is something that can help you scale your brand and business. You can book a free discovery call with me at mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. Or simply shoot me an email at tibor at mindsethorizon.com. That's T-I-B-O-R, tibor at mindsethorizon.com. So Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's get back to today's Mindset Transforming Conversation. It's really interesting because what you know, you think everyone else knows, 
but they don't. So whatever you've got to say, if other people don't know it, then it's you're teaching them something. And I just, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know and it was such a like crazy moment and I just thought actually okay get a grip you know you do know your stuff and hopefully other people will enjoy what you have to say and of course people will love to learn more because they don't know what you know and if they do know maybe you're reminding them or maybe you know they won't buy your book but you know by the way it's it that you got to kind of I just at that point I let go of the expectation mm. just letting go of that allowed me then to just flow again and then I just carried on finished the book and you know so it's just it's just weird how suddenly things come up don't they and you just think oh, can I do this or should I be doing this yeah yeah wow absolutely uh, I feel the same. I'm I'm working on an online course, and it's it's very similar. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I really appreciate this conversation because obviously this is these are the topics that I'm really passionate about, to be honest. Yeah. But I'd love for you to talk to us about uh, what you do today, uh, Thrive, and you you've also mentioned your book. So, what are some of the things that you you focus on today? Okay, so. Um... Again, Thrive came around with a really coincidental meeting. Um, I seem to have that in my life a lot. Um, I think it's because as well, I do very random things. So somebody says, I never say no. Somebody says, can you do a talk in New York? And I'm like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so a really another really good friend of mine, um, my daughter actually was going to do work experience with her over in New York. And she said, oh, we're having this um, conference in a wine bar of all places. <laughs> Would you like to come and do give a health talk? And I just was laughing, saying, that's so funny. I'm going to give a health talk in a wine bar. So <laughs> anyway, it was really good fun. And I went over there and I did this talk. And in this, um, when I did this talk, there was a guy who was actually her boss who came over to me and said, um, I really want to franchise what you do because in my business, when I see people on a one-to-one, -one, I use um, a machine called a Quest 4, which is a uh, bioenergetic testing device. Mm -hmm. um, and so it looks at the body energetically. It's a bit like acupuncture where you can see where there's blockages um, and you can see areas of the body that you need to work on in order to create balance, which creates mm -hmm. good health. So I was working with this machine and um, delivering these talks and seeing clients on a one-to-one. -one. But obviously, when it's just you, there's mm -hmm. a limit to what you can do because you, you know, yes. you a certain amount of hours in the day. And at this point as well, I was working a lot overseas and I was working a lot with corporate companies and a lot bigger organizations. So my time was beginning to become much more limited regards one-to-one -one clients. So my waiting list was getting bigger and bigger. Mm. And it was feeling a little bit stressful because I was thinking I can't reach everyone and I can't, you know, this sort of demand is, is just sort of getting a bit out of control. So this yeah. guy said to me, I want a franchise. They don't call it franchise actually. They call it distribution. Um, so I want a mm -hmm. distribution company out of what you do. We're going to use your exact format because it's worked for you and we're going to replicate what you do on a daily basis and how you get your clients and the website you've designed and your social media and everything else. And we're going to just do exactly that. Mm. So then he introduced me to um, some other guys who are specialists in this area who are now my business partners in the States. Mm. And 
we have developed the company Thrive. So Thrive with Denise Kelly is exactly as I've said, and it is we are basically training people, which is honestly the best thing I think I've ever done because we are getting so many varied people coming to us wanting to go through this training and they are creating what we're doing, although we are we are teaching people everything I have learned and I know. So it's kind of a fast track way to develop a health and wellbeing business because obviously it took me 15 years to really get mm. it to the point. So we've condensed that all into, you know, a few days training and then they go off and they can create that business in the way that they want to. So some people are working with children, some people are working with obese patients, some people are working with mental health patients, some, you know, they can go in whichever area they are passionate about and that's mm. what we're seeing and it's it's just attracting super creative people that want to go out and make a huge difference in the world. And it's, it's almost for me, it's like a dream come true because I am seeing other, you know, people going out and making a huge difference to people's health in wow. areas that maybe they specialize in more than me, you know, yeah. They, you know, I'm very, a very general practitioner. So I see people with, all sorts of ailments and illnesses, but mm -hmm. I don't specialize in any one particular area. And so a lot of people that are coming to us do, and they are going out with all this training and device and they're making successful businesses in areas that are making a huge difference in their communities um, and their own environments. And it's, yeah, it's just very, very special to watch this develop. And we are in the very early months. So we um, really just sort of set this up ready to go just as lockdown happened <laughs> mm, yeah that's um, awesome <laughs> and then but actually it just gave us more time for development um and then we were using social media and other platforms um to elevate what we do and that has been just as successful because a lot of the testing that we do um that on the actual machine itself with individual clients is can now be done surrogately which means that you can do long distance testing. So I could test somebody when I'm in the UK who lives in Australia. And, you know, so it's just really changed the way that everybody can practice, um, which opens up the whole world to everybody really. And making people wow. well and educating people on health is literally all I want to do. And so that is happening now with other people who are becoming part of Thrive. So wow. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And you basically help people turn their passion for health into a thriving business. And as far as I know, there's also a free ebook that they can download if they want, right? Yes, absolutely. If they go onto our website, which is www.lifeisforthriving.com, and you'll see um, a little pop up on the website which says you can download a free ebook. Um, and this just gives you a step-by-step -step guide of everything that we include within the business model um, mm. you know, and kind of what they need to do to then become part of it. And there's no obligation, but they can just read it and get, get a better sense of who we are and what we are achieving with our distributors. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing this with the, with the listeners. And I wanted to ask you about Quest 4 uh, as well, like how this process 
uh, works or, or how do you do this? Yeah, all it is. Um, so it's a little machine. It's a bio residence machine, which is an energy tester. And it just basically tests the frequency of your body. And it's programmed to run a series of tests. So it can scan anything from vitamin deficiencies, mineral deficiencies, the condition mm. of your blood, um, the oxygen in your blood. It can test each and every individual organ. Um, wow. The one thing that I absolutely love about it, which really can freak people out, <laughs> but it's so accurate, it's, it's crazy, is it comes up as well if emotion is at the forefront of your health issues mm -hmm. and maybe you don't realize that it it shows it up it shows me on the screen and sometimes it's really specific mm -hmm. so I had a guy um a few years ago who was having really chronic chest pains and he mm -hmm. came to me because he was worried that he had some sort of heart issue and um, oh, wow. he didn't tell me about anything to do with his personal life at all he just came very matter of fact I'm having these chest pains the doctor can't find out what's wrong with me <clears throat> you know I I, want, I wonder if there's anything nutritionally that you can do. So I ran this test and it just came up, emotional distress, um, mm. decisions to make. It just came up with all this weird stuff on the screen. And I was thinking, oh, sometimes it's kind of awkward because you don't know that person that well. And you think, you know, it's very personal. And I just said, yeah. you know, look, this, I don't know what's going on for you, but I'm getting a real sense from what we're seeing the, on the sort of scan that it's, your issue, your pain is much more heart sort of ache, physical heartache. And wow. I have just separated from my wife. And mm. that was the root of his pain. Wow. This opened up obviously a floodgate and of emotions and he was, you know, very tearful. And But I almost felt like he needed to release that in that moment. And then I was, I worked with him for the next six months and we just... I supported him nutritionally to be mm -hmm. able to support him physically so that he could go through this process and then advised him to go to other practitioners who could perhaps, you know, like an EFT practitioner that could help to release some of this pain and the heartache. And he had never been exposed to any of this in his life. And I'm still in touch with him to this day. And he's, he's, he's an amazing character. And I think that all of that really changed his life too. And that was part of his journey, even though it was horrendous at the time, but you know, so this machine is amazing and it really wow. shows up everything that is going on in the body right now. It's very current, which I love. Um, and it's not about diagnosing or giving a name to anything. It's more about just rebalancing the body. And that's generally mm. how I would say it works. Wow. That's really, really interesting. And thanks so much for sharing this example. And I was just wondering if it's possible to, you know, scan some of our listeners maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. Oh, I would love to. Um, yeah, what I was thinking is um, if we, whoever contacts me through the website um, after they've heard this podcast, mm -hmm. first three listeners, I can give a, a, a health scan to and, you know, they can experience it and, you know, maybe give us a, a review of their experience because it's just really interesting Everybody is completely different, and I never ever know what's going to come up for somebody. Um, but yeah. I have such faith in this uh, machine now that I trust it implicitly. And even if somebody says to me, "Oh, I don't think that's," you know, I might say something that, "Oh, I'm not sure that's quite me." I'll always come back to it during the consultation, and I guarantee 
almost 99% that at some point they will then say, actually, okay, yes, that or that is how I feel or, you know, so it's just, it takes time for people to warm up and sometimes even admit that, or, you know, sort of acknowledge that this is how they've been feeling or they've been experiencing something. But I would love to scan, um, yeah, let's say three of your readers who contact me first through the website. Um, There's a email contact on the website I would, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I, I really appreciate it. And I'm sure that the listeners appreciate it too. And uh, Denise, as we are coming to the end of the episode, I usually ask my guests about book recommendations. So I don't know if you have anything in mind that you would recommend to the listeners. Maybe it's health connected or business, uh, personal development mindset. And you also have the upcoming book. I think we've mentioned that, The Art of Healthy Living. Yes. So people can check out that book as well. Yeah, yeah. The Art of Healthy Living is due to be released on the 18th of August. But as from next week, you will be able to pre-order it on my website. Oh, wow. Um, Awesome. Yeah, it's also available in audio, Kindle. um, I think it's in seven different languages. So it's, yeah, it will be available wow. as from, yeah, to, to purchase for real on the 18th of August, but you can pre-order, as I say, from my website um, as from next week. And the other books um, that I wanted to mention. So one of the books that I have had for years, which I, or I still refer to now, um, is actually a book by Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life, because I absolutely believe fully that all disease is related to an emotion. And if you can unblock the emotion, then you can help with the disease process to finish the disease process. And she was the first person um, that really introduced that to me years ago. And um, it was my mom actually that gave me the book and I still refer to it all the time now because if somebody, if I know somebody and they're really suffering with something, for example, I had really bad toothache the week that lockdown began and I was thinking, I am never going to be able to see a dentist because they're all closed and I can't have this bad toothache. And I just looked in my Louise Hay book and saw that it was related to a decision. It was about decision making and not being able to make a decision and I had quite an important decision to make at the time. And I suddenly realized what it was. And then I worked on it and I made the decision, did a bit of EFT around it, uh, a bit of tapping and the toothache went away. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, so that was my first book. Um, yeah, I love that. <laughs> the second book, a bit of a classic, but again, really, really, I learned so much from it. And it's still relevant now is The China Study by Dr. uh, Colin Campbell. And I just feel like anybody who's just getting into health and well-being, this for me was the best place to start because it explains so clearly the correlation between meat and dairy and the fact that that causes, or, or the scientific evidence actually, it's not just sort of talking, but the scientific evidence that that had with um, serious disease and how plant-based nutrition can really excel you in every area of your life. And the reason I was sort of would love people to look at it if they are not so much into nutrition is that 
I think that when you are feeling amazing, so when a lot of people that I now know are going to plant-based and a lot of my clients are now switching to plant-based and it does something to your mind where it just helps you to sort of focus and propel yourself and to be mm. more confident and to be more grounded and all these amazing things that I think you really need in order to be successful because you need the energy, you need the vitality and all these things. It just makes life a whole lot easier when you have that. So, Wow. Would you, would you, uh, I think it's a big topic, but would you recommend plant-based diet? Because I have been thinking about this, to be honest, because of energy that you've mentioned and in the beginning we, um, or you, you mentioned as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think, now more and more there is so much evidence not only the environmental reasons i mean that's a whole topic on its own which i'm extremely passionate about yeah uh, from a health point of view there are so many studies that now can confirm that you know there is a huge correlation between meat dairy and serious disease as i mentioned so going plant-based and i always say this to everyone you know being plant-based when you first start it doesn't mean you have to suddenly overnight never eat meat again you know but you can gradually you know even yeah. start off with you know just not having meat for three nights a week and when you do have meat making meat you know that 30 of your plate and the rest of your plate is lovely luscious vegetables you know um, mm. and that is just a really easy way to start you know just having you know small amount of grains you know your brown rices your quinoas you know, all those kind of really substantial filling grains and including things like chia seeds and flax seeds because they they make you feel strong and solid mm. and having superfoods as well into your diet. I mean, I could, <laughs> I'm going yeah. to talking about books, but there are so there's so much you can do to support your body. And it's not just about suddenly, you know, eating lettuce and hoping that you're going to feel okay because you're not. You need to include strong, robust, protein-rich foods, plant-based foods into your diet in order to feel really good. But, you know, it, it makes such a difference to your energy um, and yeah. how you feel mentally every day when you switch to a more plant-based diet. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and uh, people can actually go to your uh, Facebook page, for example, and Instagram because there are a lot of videos on, on these topics and yes. Yes. people can watch and, and learn more about these. Yeah, absolutely. Again, if they go direct through the website, you can click on any social media sites direct through the website and you can see all of our recipes. And I, um, all the way through lockdown, I think we did 15 in total. I did um, live, uh, live talks on a Monday night, which we've recorded and they're all there for you to view on our website. Um, and then, as I say, you can get all the recipe ideas, which continue to come every single week. Um, about all kinds of different topics, whether it's hormonal or um, anti-aging, skincare, um, you know, losing the belly fat, you know, all of these things. Yeah. We've covered a lot and we've still got huge amounts to cover. So, yeah, please have a look at those too. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I, I was just wondering because I interrupted you there as you were talking about books, if you wanted to share uh, other other books or... or... Yes, the other. Well, I mean, I could go on and on. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you share that you wanted. The other lady I love, and I find her really, really inspiring, um, and I've sent a lot of clients her way, um, 
is a lady called Chris Carr. She is based in America and she, well, the first book I read of hers was called Crazy Sexy, Crazy Sexy Cancer. And what I love about her is she's, she's young. She's really inspiring. And the way she writes about her cancer journey is so fun. I mean, that might Mm. sound weird, but she is really brutal and honest. And she says when she's scared and she kind of makes fun of what's going on in the situation. And, And what she's done is she is, she's not one of these like huge, well, she is a miracle story, but she's not sort of suddenly, you know, her cancer, she's not cancer free, but she was told that she only had a limited amount of time to live. And what she's done is implemented this plant-based regime. And she Mm -hmm. is now living with her tumors 10 years later. Maybe it might even be longer than that now. Um, Oh my God. And her tumors have not changed. So she is living with it pain-free and the tumors are there, but they are not growing. And, you know, she just, she lives with it. And so her, um, her scans have gone from, you know, every few months to now once a year. And she looks the picture of vibrant health and she advocates, you know, she walks the walk and talks the talk and she's just everything about her is um, really to want to help other people in her situation. And I have had a lot of clients, you know, who've been given um, terminal diagnosis and she is inspiring people all over the world. And I think that, you know, just, just having people like her who are willing to share very honestly her journey is you know, super inspiring and um, yeah. Wow, that's that's really inspiring. And thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate it. And before I ask, ask my last question, I just wanted to make sure that people can find you online. So what's the best way to connect with you and, and learn more about what you do? Yeah, I would definitely say through the website. So um, I'll give the website again. It's www.lifeisforthriving.com. Um, and you can email me through the website. You can look at all our social media through there. You can download the free ebook. You know, everything you need to know is basically on that website. Awesome. Thank you so much. And the links are going to be in the show notes and people can find it on our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast as always. And my last question is, what is your mission and how do you see yourself in the future as a future vision? Okay, my my vision and my mission right now is definitely about get, getting more people trained and getting more people out there on the ground, making a huge difference in the world and making a difference to other people, um, you know, no matter what's going on for them. And part of our Thrive training, it's not just about the nutrition solidly, it's mm-hmm. definitely about the mind and the emotions and really looking at a person very holistically. So every single aspect of that person is how we look at treating them and rebalancing that person. So the vision is all about really helping people to become very confident in in their own abilities to heal their own bodies. And wow. that is key because it's not about us sort of saying, right, okay, this week you do this and that. It's about us educating as a whole and then those people going off. Because when you help one person to rebalance, you can guarantee that that one person will then talk to another person and then so it goes on. So this ripple effect. Yeah. You know, it's not this frightening, you know, thing that you can't help. You know, you can really 
help disease and you can help to reduce inflammation and you can help to make the person feel mentally and physically strong and you know so so that is my mission really to help as many people as is humanly possible through our thrive training and through my own training and I think I would like once we have this really up and running and I'm working a lot a lot of my time is with the distributors right now but I would really like to get to a point where I'm giving much more um you know giving huge talks and seminars again where lots of people can come and listen and you know inspiring people internationally wow that's amazing and really inspiring thank you so much for sharing that uh people have a vision (laughs) and so I, I really love this question because, you know, um, it's so inspiring to hear someone like you coming up with a vision. And I just wanted to mention that I, I, I have a vision, a long-term and short-term vision. And, and sometimes I put my vision down or write down in a journal in the morning, not every day, I would say. Yes. But it's uh, it's a practice for me that I put it down, I write it down, and this is how I rewire my, my brain. Uh, and I have it in my mind, so... <laughs> That's kind of like write it down. It's so amazing when you actually are. Then it's manifested, and then you look at your your sentence on your piece of paper, and you think, "Wow, that's that's here. I'm now. I'm in it." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really really interesting because um, so I enrolled in a program uh, to become a TEDx speaker at some point in the future. Really and. yeah, so I, I just met a person and, and you know what? So at the beginning of this year, I actually, I wrote it down. So I, I wrote down online course, TEDx, and I just met a person, you know, accidentally who does training on how to land a TEDx talk and things like that. Right. And it, it was just manifested, I would say. And uh, nowadays I put down that I want to have this TEDx talk in California and and more and more people show up from California to be a guest on the show and things like that. I just had a conversation on on Monday from uh with a guy from San Diego. He was helping me with uh giving me, me feedback connected to my online course, but it was just a coincidence, right? And I think I'm kind of like manifesting or attracting those people and opportunities. Oh, you do once you open your mind. This is the thing that I have learned. You don't, I don't know, look, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not set giving any like solid advice because I've never had a business plan in my life. But yeah, you, as long as you know where you're heading and that vision is very clear, you don't really need to know how you're going to get there because it just happens. I love that. And I really enjoy this conversation with you today. And I wish you good luck with Thrive and everything that you do. And thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you, Tabor. I really appreciate your, you know, inviting me on and everything you're doing is amazing. So keep up the good work. Yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.